Community Voice Podcast, episode number 26. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Community Voice Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this is the pod, the pod, this is the podcast devoted to you, the GSPN.TV community. This is a place where I can come and introduce you to the other wonderful people that you may not have yet discovered in interacting through our live show format, in the chat rooms, or maybe over at GSPNCommunity.com, but. We're going to correct that today, at least with one other person we want to tell you about, and that is Andy Lehman. Andy, how are you? I'm doing excellent, Cliff. You know, it seems like we both have that issue with talking and tripping up today. Yeah, no doubt. We we did not get things started off too well, to, <laughs> in no. the very least. Anyway, we're going to try to make it through here and uh, get people to understand who you are and uh, and things of that nature. So just tell us a little bit about yourself. What, what, tell us who Andy is. Well, mostly I'm a father and a geocacher and a podcaster. So that's me kind of in a short description. There you go. So so tell us a little bit about the podcast that you produce. I produce a couple different podcasts, actually. Uh, it started out with the geocaching podcast. Uh, I'm a big fan of geocaching. So basically, high-tech scavenger hunt with GPS. Uh, so we talk about a lot of stuff, all stuff related to geocaching over at geocachingpodcast.com. And then I got the idea that you know, I'm a dad and I really strive to be an excellent dad. So I decided to do a podcast on becoming a better dad. So that's uh, that's me and those are the podcasts that I produce. Uh, now, you had the opportunity to come by uh, the studios here a while back. I did, yes. And uh, that that was fun to have you come in and, and show you the behind the scenes stuff. When Is your studio set up like ours? Uh, not quite as professional, uh, but it is, uh, it is got a small mixing board and a couple, uh, sure SM58 mics and not quite as, uh, quite as involved in yours, but it is, uh, a small studio. Are you a Mac or PC? <laughs> Funny you should mention that. Um, I happened to, uh, listen to the Help I Got a Mac podcast because I just got, uh, a Mac. I, a friend of mine had an older iMac that not I don't even want to say older a couple years old maybe four years old that he was getting rid of and handed it off to me and so I uh, I've been a PC user for all of my life and now I'm learning a Mac and I really love it I'm kind of hopefully I mean I know that you started out PC and moved over to the Mac now you're all Mac so who knows maybe that'll happen to me too yeah I I wonder how if if that can happen with a four or five year old machine Um, let me ask you a couple things about your Mac is it an Intel based Mac yes Okay, so it so it's not the power PC Mac. So no, Intel based. Uh, do you know what uh, operating system you're running? The latest version of OS X. Okay, so you are running ten six six and the the Snow mm-hmm. Leopard. Correct. Okay, well, you know, I, I, as long as you got the uh, Intel based and the the latest operating system, it might be enough to convince you of its awesomeness. Oh, it I it, it's already starting to though, Cliff. I mean, I just even just using it. As much the little bit that I have already, I've already decided. You know, I could really easily be convinced to do to get it, especially since I do on the side. I do video editing, and so for me, I I just am starting to get a little bit into video editing. There, I know that 
I've used the iMovie and I know it's not enough for me to, <laughs> it's not powerful enough for me to use. Uh, but I do know that I have used uh, Final Cut Pro before when I was doing an internship. So I know that it definitely can be used for video editing. Now, in IT, is that what you do full time? Is that your career? It is. I, uh, I'm in an IT help desk position and um, I enjoy it, but I also enjoyed uh, doing lots of stuff. You know, I hear you talk all the time about the passive income, you and Pat Flynn. And uh, so I'm trying to develop more products for passive income too. Wait, how did you find GSPN and, and how long have you been listening? Oh man, back in the days that you were doing talk show, uh, I was listening to a podcast with, uh, oh, Dave Nelson. And I think you were on one of those podcasts and I just happened to hear you talk about it and kind of got interested. And so I've been with you since before you were doing it full time. Just I, I really it's been cool to see watch your journey, you know, and I, I guess as a community member, I like, to, you know, watching how you do things and um, the experience and the growth that you've had. You know, like I said, back on that first time that I heard you on the talk shoe thing, I remember thinking you sounded fairly professional then. And that was just starting out way back in the day and you know just seeing the growth that you've had with the gspn and all the changes that you've made have been have been really cool it's been it it has been an interesting journey and it's something to be honest with you that where i am today i never would have dreamed of five years ago and um and and the only thing it's given me now is this idea of i have no idea where i'm going to be in five years from now but all I can think is that in five years from now, I'm going to be so blown away with how how things have gone that I'll I'll say I could have never imagined it would have come this far. Yeah, it it's been it's been quite a ride. I know I know for myself too. You know, I never thought. I remember when I first picked up the the microphone, I said I just did it actually because you know, hey, this I can talk to you about geocaching. That's something that's a huge thing in my life. And then actually I got an email from Talkshu saying, hey, we're going to pay you for this. And that really kind of piqued my interest. And so that's kind of what actually got me started is the fact that Talkshu was going to pay me some money. And um, then when they said, hey, we're stopping this program as far as paying out our our hosts, I continued on because I really enjoyed it and had a, a decent size audience. And and it's been fun ever since. So the the audits, have you found that you have built a community around the geocaching uh, community? I have, you know, it's been it's been amazing to see the the people that have um, have kind of come out and, and chatted and, and things like that. You know, we do a live show uh, on t- we still do it on Talkshoe, but we host on Libsyn and everything just because we don't want to rely on Talkshoe. But um, but we do have a, a live show, and so we have a lot of people that come out and hang out weekly. Uh, we do record Wednesday nights, and you know, it's it's been fun because you get a lot of interaction, people asking all sorts of different questions. You know, because we have a, the open chat room and and people asking questions and stuff like that. So it's been cool to see the community and get to know the different people. And like, you know, it's fun because when I do some traveling and things like that, I do like get to sometimes meet up with people. Um, it's been amazing too because I've got a co-host that's in in uh, Detroit and one in, in Florida. And it's just been, I mean, as you know, you know, you've got Father Roderick and all sorts of other hosts. It's been interesting to be hosts of hosting a podcast with people that are, literally across the world and it's been cool and great you know who would have thought of this 10 years ago that we'd be able to do that absolutely what other kind of hobbies are you involved in um you know we have a small home church and so i i'm really involved in our church uh church group we meet in a, a small church setting a home and uh so i'm really involved there um a lot my kids are fairly young so i haven't really gotten to any much of like 
schooling and things like that. You know, we were just there. My youngest is in preschool, so he's or my, I'm sorry, my oldest is in preschool. And so he's just starting to uh, get out into the world and, and that type of thing. So really not any other hobbies per se. I'm, I'm a IT person by trade. I, I am in the IT help desk. And uh, I really enjoyed working with computers, and you know that's where I kind of came across the whole podcast thing. But uh, those are that's really what I I like to do is uh, kind of mess around with computers and find new things like that. All right. So this home church thing, how long have you been participating in that? Uh, we've been doing it two years, two and a half years now. Have you ever is it now? Do they call that home church? Have you ever heard of the cell church movement? Uh, I have heard of it. Actually, it's not. I wouldn't necessarily call it a cell church because what we, what we did is a handful of us were all actually going to the same local church. Kind of got fed up with local church, kind of being inward focused and not missions oriented, and you know, in the community and things like that. So we we kind of broke off and started our own thing, and we had visions of you know getting a building and you know places and lots of things like that, but uh, just kind of. So we could kind of focus outward. We've kind of just stayed in in this home church in in a person's home, and um, we meet every week, and we go out and also do lots of stuff in our community. Very cool. I I, I certainly understand where you're coming from with with churches being inward focused. That's a lot of things that we talk about on uh, the About the Church podcast. And in fact, I remember that's how I first got started with the About the Church podcast was sharing <laughs> some of the frustrations back then. It's been quite a challenge, you know, to get especially in a in a small church setting like that getting, you know, people because you're so close. It's it's like a almost like a marriage relationship because you're so close to the with the people that you're you're serving with and not just, you know, going to church every Sunday and you may see the same people every week, you may not. You know, you do definitely do see the same people every week. So it's been it's had its ups and downs for us, but it's been good. So geocaching is is out there going out and um Finding treasures. Let's talk a little bit about that. Tell tell folks um, a little bit more about geocaching. If they wanted to get involved in this, uh, what kind of equipment might they need? Uh, at, at least just a, some sort of a GPS unit. You can use your iPhone. You can use any sort of an Android device, any phone or handheld device that has a GPS in it that you're able to put coordinates in, you can go out and go geocaching. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, it's basically a high-tech scavenger hunt. You would go to geocaching.com, and you could put in your location that you're at right now via either the coordinates or your zip code, and then they would give you a list of what they call caches, um, which would basically just the coordinates and kind of a little bit about it. You put those coordinates into your phone or your GPS unit, and you get to the location. And what you're looking for is a... Tupperware container, an ammo box, a pill container, something like that, some sort of a container. And you can sign, there's a log inside of it, a paper log, you sign it. Sometimes there's swag like McDonald's toys, things like that, cheap type things that you can trade if you have something to trade for. It's a lot of fun. Our family went on uh, geocache. We actually took a day and, and went searching for a couple caches. And I think we found... I think we ended up finding one cache or two. I can't remember. Uh, I remember. I remember listening to the episode of what I think it might have been my crazy life that you were talking about it. I don't remember, but it. I remember you went and we talked briefly before you went a little bit about that. It, it was. It was an interesting experience. It, it's something that we had determined at the end of the day that yeah, we would like to do that again. We haven't though. 
Uh, I don't know why we haven't, but uh, we just haven't. But yeah, the, I've got the iPhone application, the the actual geocaching.com application on my iPhone. And every time it gets updated, I get those little updates, but I, I just never have used it again yet. But, <laughs> but I will say that the iPhone application for geocaching couldn't make it any easier than what, what it is. It's just that uh, for some reason, I've, I've just not gone out and done it. We, the first one, however, though, was a complete bust. We we went way out into the country and, and we were, it seemed like we were on somebody's private property and it just didn't seem like we should be where we were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those are never fun ones. I, I've been on, in those kind of situations sometimes too and you're kind of real leery and you're like, uh, usually I end up saying, I don't even want to try it because I don't want to get in trouble or try to explain myself if I'm on someone's property. Tell me what is the most exciting cache that you've ever found? I mean, just the coolest cache, you, it, it just out of your world, blew your mind away that somebody would just put this out in the open for somebody to find. Well, my parents used to live in southern Indiana, way down by the tip you know, close to where you guys are at. And um, there's a cache just actually right along the river there. And you, it's called Captain McCary's Vault. And I guess there was a sea captain, a ferry captain, that when he died, he, he wanted to be buried up on this really high, I don't want to call it a, a mountain. I always use the word mountain forest really generously. I've got like three tree line, three trees behind my house and I call it a forest. But uh, a, a pretty steep hill. And his vault was up there, and somebody actually placed a cache up there. And so one morning before sunrise, when we were at my parents' house, we decided to go up, climb up this hill. And by a climb, I mean it was pretty steep. At points, my wife almost fell, and I would I had to catch her almost, but uh, luckily she didn't fall. But it was cool because we went up before sunrise, and it, sunrise was happening as we got up there. He's no longer buried up there. They moved him to a cemetery, but his vault is still up there. And someone had placed a a cache up there. And so it was really cool to go up the side of this mountain, climb up this hill, see the sunrise, and then kind of, you know, this history behind this cache because there's actually, you know, somebody had been buried there and this vault is still there. And um, it was really cool. Um, and, and the pictures that we got up there were amazing. Uh, you know, just to be able to see the sunrise and look out over the river. It was a really cool cache. How how old are your kids? Uh, my oldest is five, and then my middle one is three, and my youngest one is eight months. So we've got our hands full. Wow, that that is definitely a handful. So I, I guess yeah, you're probably limited to to Legos and maybe some <laughs> Candyland or something like that. Yeah, it you know, but it's it's one of those things that I really enjoy being with them and seeing them grow, and you know they love doing geocaching too. You know that's one of those things that, that kids and parents can do together. Um, in fact, me and my son just went out yesterday. Uh, we went on a walk. It was a little bit cold, <laughs> but he enjoyed it. And you know it's one of those things that you, you get the chance to hang out with your kids and uh, just kind of get to know them and and take the time to do more learning and, th- and stuff like that. So where are you guys from? Northern Indiana, actually. So, oh, well, you're not too far away from me then. No, and we're we're probably still, I, I would say weather-wise, we're about the same here. But uh, yeah, it's northern Indiana. We have uh, quite a bit of snow right now. Luckily, our snow has pretty much melted away, meaning that I can probably hit the uh, sidewalks once again with uh, with my daily physical activity. So what about um, va- family vacations? Where do you guys like to go? Do you have What's some of the wild places that you and your family have gone? Um, let's see. I mean, I don't necessarily know that they were, they were wild and crazy, but we were just at 
my sister lives out in just at the very edge of Illinois, close to Iowa. And I don't know if you're familiar with the show on the History Channel, American Pickers. But it's a show where they got a couple of guys go out through the country and, and go to like people's houses and pick up like pick through their old barns and things like that and look for antiques, uh, like really old antiques, and they buy them and then they end up selling them to dealers and stuff like that. Well, their shop is actually out in LeClaire, Iowa. And when we were out there visiting my sister, we stopped by their shop and got to meet uh, the lady that runs, that's actually at the shop during the week and talk to her. She's on the show sometimes. And then um, there's actually a geocache out there too. So it's kind of funny because as we, as we're cachers, geocachers, we tend to look up locations that we're going uh, for vacations and things like that and and find caches. So there's a cache on this property and we got to go talk to Danielle, the girl who runs the store while Mike uh, and the guys are gone. It's just a cool uh, kind of thing to go see because, you know, it has the history of because they're on a TV show and things like that. What do you guys got planned for 2011? Any kind of goals or any exciting things that you're looking forward to accomplishing this year? Something new? Uh, we're Planning on hopefully traveling out to Washington area, Seattle, Washington area. We've got a friend getting married out there, and that'll be new for me. I've not been out up up there. We've I've been to Lower California before, but not up to Seattle. So hopefully uh, get that uh, to be that'd be a good nice trip for us. And then as far as like podcasting goes, I'd love to see um, the more you know more episodes of both of my shows. Uh, just going deeper and, you know, learning, I guess, again, how to be a, be- a better dad. I, you know, I always go back to that because, you know, anyone can be a, anyone can be a father and a dad, but it takes, you know, it, you have to be really work at it to be a great dad and um, be involved in your kid's life. And so I, my goal is to just really be involved in my kid's lives and, and just change, help them to, you know, look back when they're an, a parent or an adult and say, you know, I really enjoyed my growing up years with my dad. Well, I'll tell you, it has been a great uh, opportunity to get to talk with you, Andy, and introduce you to the community. I want to tell people to go check out uh, geocachingpodcast.com. And the other one is, uh, what's, it, what's the dad podcast one more time? Betterdadpodcast.com. And of course, Andy is also over at gspncommunity.com. And in the show notes, I'll be sure to put a link to his profile if you guys want to go and add him as a friend on the GSPN community site. You can do that. And of course, there you're going to find a link to his Twitter and, and some, some other stuff that he's got going on. Thank you very much, Andy. Well, thanks, Cliff. It was fun. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you later. Well, everybody, there you go. Another episode of the Community Voice. Go check out Andy's uh, information on the uh, Community Voice website. Look for episode number 26. How you get there is just go to gspn.tv. At the top of the website, you'll see where it says Browse Our Podcasts. If you just hover over Browse Our Podcasts, you'll see the very bottom podcast listed there is the Community Voice. Go over there and uh, check it out. Just uh, look for episode 26. You'll see the show notes with all the information linking back to Andy. The other thing I want to let you know is we are doing our community uh, conference calls. We just had our first one on January 29th. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was January 29th. Had a wonderful call. In fact, that's episode 25 of the Community Voice. If you want to go back into the RSS feeds there, you can check out episode 25. We have decided that the Community Voice conference calls or the GSPN Community conference calls are going to be once a month and they are going to be on the fourth Saturday of every month. And of course, if you want to learn how to 
uh, RSVP so that you can get onto the show and get into the call, you can do that over at gspncommunity.com slash events. Again, that's gspncommunity.com slash events. We've got a lot of things happening over on the GSPN Community site. Uh, if you are not a member over at gspncommunity.com, you need to go over there today and get registered. There is some very awesome stuff happening. In fact, the conversations are uh, really building up and some great things, especially the book discussion uh, and the discussion over ebook readers and Help I Got a Max got some great conversations over there as well. I'm looking right now, in the first two weeks of having the site, we've already added 176 members. And uh, the only thing we're waiting for is you. So we hope to see you over there, gspncommunity.com. And uh, I'll tell you what, that's pretty much all I got. Um, We'll be back again next week with another episode of The Community Voice. And if you are interested, if you're a gspn.tv plus member and you have not been interviewed on this show and you'd like to be, and you're available on Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern time, uh, go ahead, send me an email, feedback, or no, send it over to cliff at gspn.tv, and we will get you scheduled. Again, that's uh, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern time. If you're available, uh, email me, cliff at gspn.tv. Tell me that you're interested in being interviewed on the Community Voice. We'd love to get you on here. Anyway, that's about it for me. I will see you guys next week, and until next time, I encourage you to join the community.